and welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today we bring you episode number 10. We're into the double digits, which is very exciting. Um, today we're going to uh, speak to an individual um, who has, uh, let's say, a lengthy experience with the subject matter that I wanted to touch on today. It's, it's slightly, um, I guess, on trend at the moment, shall we say, Th- thanks in part to a certain Netflix documentary, which we will elaborate on down the track. But um, we're, we're going to talk about uh, veganism and um, the, I guess, the, the movement that is that style of diet and people have their own choice and, and, and I want to put a disclaimer out straight away and, and say that this is not an attempt by any means to discredit that style of eating or that lifestyle choice. This is purely a interview, I suppose, based on the experience of the individual that we're going to um, bring on board today. So I've worked with um, this young lady for two, just over two years now. Um, she's trained with me a long time. I've prepped her to get to stage. She's currently in prep at the moment. Um, so I'd like to introduce Tracy Smith to the podcast. How are you going? Good. How are you doing, Paul? Very good. Thank you for having me today. That's all right. No, thank you for giving up your time. Really appreciate it. So... Obviously, you were a vegan yes. um, for quite a number of years. What was it, nine? So, um, Ten years? Nine years? Well, all in total, I didn't eat meat for 14 years. So 14 years? So vegetarian first yep. and then vegan. Okay. Okay, cool. All right, a long well, time. It is a long time. Absolutely. So, so take us back to when you first decided to switch to, well, as you said, vegetarian first and then over to vegan. Um, if you don't mind elaborating on the reasons behind that how the transition took place, and then how you felt through that period of time. Okay, sure. So as a child, I was a bit of a picky eater. I wasn't a big meat eater to start off with. Okay. So I didn't eat a lot of meat to start off with. Um, I then decided to try the vegetarian side. Yeah. And being a big animal lover, it was a very <sighs> easy transition for me. I didn't see the difference between a cow and a sheep and a dog and a cat. Okay. So it, it was a very easy transition. Um, I was like that for quite a while, all the yep. way through um, high school. I chopped and changed a little bit, and then I'd become a pescatarian for a bit, so just eating fish. Yep. And um, and then eventually I stuck to being a vegan. Uh, sorry, stuck to, stuck to being a vegetarian. And I was training with a vegan the one day, okay. and um, she commented that it was very hypocritical of me to be a vegetarian and not a vegan because of my animal views. Ah, and okay. I was quite upset by her comment that I changed that day. Wow, okay. No research, yep. nothing whatsoever. I just went home that day and I was like, right, I'm okay. now a vegan. Wow. So for those that, that aren't aware, explain the difference between the two because obviously it can be quite confusing. Sure. So vegetarian is um, eating a diet based on um, fresh fruits, veggies, uh, eggs and dairy products. Okay. And vegan is no animal products, even down to not having honey. Right. Okay. So it's it's that Very extensive. Strict. Yeah. Strict right. And restrictive. Wow. Okay. Um. So in terms of that choice, and obviously how your lifestyle changed, like um, in terms of let's just talk generalities here. Your your energy, your sleep, all those things were all all cool, no problems. Yet there was no issues or and it's kind of a leading question here but no, no um concerns it was just as it was it was normal yeah and because i had been like that for such a long time and i'd um i had a very restrictive diet as it was and i wasn't on very high calories yep. the energy level that i had 
I just assumed was normal. I suppose you had nothing to compare to, did you? That's right. Yeah, so okay. it was, I just thought, working long days, eating what I did. Yep. Um, I was very much a cardio bunny. Yep. So I would use a lot of my energy for that. And yep. at the end of the day, when I was tired, I just put it down to that's how it, I should You're feel. You're just tired. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So let's, let's fast forward um, to when you started with me. So that was as we started at the top of the podcast about two and a bit years ago. That's right. Um, so you had previous trainers before, mm-hmm. um, but obviously without tooting my own horn, I've sort of got a reputation for intense training and, and obviously high volume weight training and stuff like that. So you came on board. Talk about the first couple of weeks training, because I think you were doing two sessions a week that back tries. then when, when you first started. Yes. Um, so talk about that, um, the, the, the potential change in energy, recovery, sleep, all those things. Okay. Uh, I was a little scared. <laughs> so your reputation of um, lifting heavy and working hard, um, I knew what I was leading myself into. Okay. And I remember my first session walking into, this is when you had your home gym store. Yes, yes. I walked in and I thought, oh my goodness, what am I getting myself into? Yeah. Uh, it was tough. Um, you'd asked me a few questions before training, what mm. sort of weight was I lifting? Mm. And I wasn't really too sure of the, the weight that I was lifting. I knew it wasn't your heavy. Okay. So we went to the squat bar and I remember you started putting a few plates on the side and I sort of looked at you and you, and then you must have realized that I was a little scared. Yeah. I said, okay, well, we'll just start with the bar. Okay. That's where we stayed. Yeah. So okay. we stayed with the bar for quite a while. Right. I was so sore. Yeah. Um, it took a long time for me to recover, and same with upper body. Mm. It's my recovery was always really bad, but once I started lifting heavy, I was just always sore. There was never a day that I was not sore. So elaborate on that. So obviously, when you when you first start training, everyone experiences that soreness. You know, um, specifically weight training. If it's intense, you know, you'll get that the the DOMS as we call it, the delayed onset muscle soreness. But go beyond that, so the first couple of times, so, you know, say several weeks into your new style of training, still sore. Still sore, and there was nothing new you were introducing. So it wasn't as if there was a new exercise we were doing. Weights were staying basically the same sort of weight. Mm. Uh, Reps, you may have changed here and there and and sets, but in terms of what I was lifting, that was not changing, and my body was not adjusting. Yeah, okay. And it even was down to any of the um, the bodyweight exercises we would do. And I would sound like a broken record. You'd ask me, hey, Trace, how are you feeling today? Sore. Yeah. You'd say, how are you feeling? Sore. I was using my headboard to roll out of bed some mornings because <laughs> my legs were that sore. Yeah, right. And I would look at other people and I think, well, well, why aren't they sore? And I put it down to maybe my body type. I didn't have as much muscle and I used muscle yep. very loosely. So you didn't have a point of reference, I suppose. That's right. Yeah. And after a few months, I thought, all right, well, maybe my body will start getting used to it. And it never did. Yeah, and well. it just became a way of life. I just... Okay. And did you did you um, look further into that? Like, did you change your diet in any way um, in terms of what you were eating within your calories? Were you stretching more? Were you doing um, I don't know a sauna? Like, did you try any other sort of things to maybe compensate for the soreness? I didn't do as much as maybe I should have. Mm. Um, I did have a foam roller that I should have used maybe a bit more, but then again, 
It was probably sorted. You it can get was on that. very sorted. <laughs> um, I made sure that the protein that I did take, so any of the, the supplements, they were good quality ones. Yep. I had professional uh, advice on those as well. So yep. I knew what I had to take, the L-carnitine, um, the iron supplements, vitamin C and D, and all those sort of things. Mm. They were good quality products. Okay. So in terms of what I was lacking i assumed i was getting all the right protein because that's what everyone thinks when you are vegan or are you where are you getting your protein yeah from? well i'm getting my protein from good sources yeah but clearly it just wasn't enough for me so that well that raises a good question and that was one of my questions so so what what made up your protein because obviously as we know most people know in order to recover grow muscle um repair the, the body protein is a vital macronutrient that mm -hmm. we all need to take and at certain levels for everyone uh, it's different so what, what were the primary sources of protein for you as a, as a vegan? Uh, a lot of protein powder. Yeah, okay. Broccoli. Really? Yeah, so wow. I had a lot of broccoli and um, corn. So the corn fillets. Oh, that's with a Q. Yes. Yeah, okay. So those, those started off being vegetarian and yep. then they brought out a vegan base as well. Okay. Tofu was high in fat, so I didn't really have too much tofu. So a lot of vegans do eat a lot of that. Yep. It, it wasn't really something I ate a lot of. Okay. But a lot of protein powder. Wow. So did you did you did you struggle to get your ratios right in terms of your, your carbs, proteins, and fats and I getting did. that that ratio? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I would have little pudding pots of protein powder in the fridge because of the amount of protein I have to eat during the day of powder wow. to try and make up my um, my nutrients every day. Wow, okay. Do you get sick of it? Like sick of eating that? No, or, I'm lucky no. I'm a very boring eater, okay. so I, I didn't get sick of it. No. no. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so, okay, so, so through that, that period, how, how was, uh, you've mentioned recovery, you were constantly <laughs> sore, um, you mentioned your um, strength wasn't progressing as quick as you thought. What about just general energy, sleep? Was, was Were you noticing anything different there? To be honest, I don't remember my sleep being any different. Mm. Um, but definitely my strength, the more I started to train with you and the heavier that we did, yeah. I was always sore. I was a little tired, but then again, just put it down to the amount of energy that I was using. Yep. I also had some other sort of side effects. When I look back now, I realize it was part and parcel of my diet at the time. Okay. So I bruised very easily. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. And it would be as simple as just knocking myself. My family joked that I bruised like a summer fruit. <laughs> and I'll come up with bruises and I'll have no idea where they've come from. Yeah, wow. Feeling cold, yeah. especially my extremities. Really? Always hands and feet. Uh, summer, I'll still be wearing socks. Yep. And um, so that's that's always been a big big problem with me. Head spins, so getting okay. up and getting a bit woozy or, or dizzy when I stand up. Yeah, well. So lots of other little things that, mm. when I look back now, obviously had something to do with my diet, but I didn't. Well, you didn't know any different. Yeah. Tonight. Okay. Wow. All right. Um. So okay. So let's fast forward to. Earlier this year, I think. Yes. Yes. That's right. So uh, you, and I'm only going to prompt you here, so correct me if I'm wrong, but you decided to go to the doctors, get your bloods tested? Yes. Is that right? So what? talk about that. So I feel, uh, I started to feel that there wasn't something right with me mm. and I kept putting it off 
And it was only when, and this is going to sound so vain, it was only when my hair started snapping off and breaking. Yeah, right. That was it. I was like, I have to go to the doctor. And I went to the doctor, and I'm petrified of blood and needles. And yep. I said, please, send me for blood tests. I need to see what's wrong. My hair is breaking. Yep. I hadn't elaborated to my doctor that this was my type of diet. Because yep. I didn't want the... You want to be a thing? No. Yeah. So, okay. anyway, so he, I went for the blood test. And he calls me in about a week later and he said to me, your um, your ferritin levels are very low. So I said, oh, okay. And he said, they, they're at a six. And I said, well, what is, what's optimum? So he says, well, the lowest end of the scale is 30 mm. and you're on a six. So he said, you really need to, to up your game in terms of your, your nutrition. Right. He said, um, maybe you should start taking a, a protein, a um, iron supplement. I said, right. I am taking one. And he said, well, the other option is that you do need to add meat into your diet. Yeah. So it was it was a hard decision to make. I didn't actually change over to meats there and then. Mm. I started adding in egg whites to start off with yep. and slowly transitioned. And the way I did transition from vegan to eating meat, yeah. I did not have not one side effect. Yeah. So in terms of um, wow. bloating or breaking out of skin or, or anything like that, I had no sort of reaction, which I, I was worried about. I thought I was going to feel. Yeah, I remember us talking about awful. that. Yeah, because so, yeah, I think you went. You 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 mentioned obviously the eggs, but yes. then you went to like a, a mince first. That's right. So yes. I tried mince first. Yes, that's actually, something that was easy to digest. Yes, and I thought it looked like some of the vegan sort of options as well. Yeah, and okay. You could just put some spices and everything and just yep. add it with veggies. So that, that was, that was fine. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then you transition to other meat sources. So you had steak, chicken, fish, yep. all that sort of stuff. And there was no issue whatsoever. Nothing. Wow. Okay. Not all fine. right. Um, so you went, so I'm, I'm stepping back a little bit here. So you went nearly two years, if my maths is correct, just dealing with soreness, yes. fatigue, tiredness, thinking it was the normal thing. Yes. And wow. not being able to lift heavy and just thinking, well, obviously it's just my body time. Yeah. I'm never going to be able to do this. Yeah. Okay. Because we actually sat down and we wrote a list of goals and mm, I, I remember. think, I think it was between 50 and 60 kilos you wanted me to be able to lift. And I was yeah. Like, <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> um, and I think, I think hip thrust was the most that you, and I think that was about 60 kilos. Yep. A couple of weeks ago, we did 110. There you go. Wow. Okay. It's a big jump. That's a massive jump. Nearly double. Yeah. Yeah, it is. 100%. Well, that, that that was kind of what I was going to get to next. Like, talk about um, the the trend. So, you, you've introduced meat to your diet, and obviously, that's now the primary um, protein mm -hmm. that you're having. Talk about how you what what you noticed in regards to the things we've talked about: the, your energy, your sleep. Um, obviously, performance in the gym yeah. and then recovery, which was the big one. Oh, my gosh. My recovery is so much better. I actually have a recovery now. We yep. can do a heavy session. I will feel a little tender. I yep. can feel that I've worked, but it's not debilitating. Yeah. And I train more than I did then. Yep. I train harder. I train longer. And I, I can still function at the end of the day. Wow. I don't bruise as easily. Yep. Uh, I don't really have the head spins as much as I used to. Now, again, I do get them here and there. Mm. My hands and feet are not as cold. Yeah. Um, what about your hair? hair? My hair is starting to grow back. Yep. Uh, it's still got, it used to be about that much t um, below my waist. Okay. So it's still got a fair bit to go, yep. but it, it's growing back. So you okay. can actually see now it needs to have some. Have you had your bloods retested to see where your therapy levels are at? I am going in about 
maybe two months time i'm psyching up the <laughs> <laughs> to get the needle fair enough oh that's all right like but, but i will but, go and get them done you must be pretty confident though based on how you feel and how yes. everything's going that they've significantly improved definitely wow okay so that's that's massive mm -hmm. so going from someone who could barely walk down the stairs on any given day that's right to now just well, you basically skip and dance into my gym every time you have a <laughs> session, and so there's never an issue. Not at all. That's unreal, isn't it? Wow. Um, so, you, you, as you mentioned, your hip thrusts, you know, we, we did, what would did, what did you say? 120, 110, 110. 110 on the thrust. So, yes. yeah. And 60 was an initial goal. I do remember that, actually, but I think you were only maybe thrusting... 30 or 40 I was kilos. Say about 30 or 40. Yeah, yeah, wow. And even that was a struggle. Yes. So that's a massive, massive change. Yeah. And and like, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna put words in your mouth, but do you wholly and solely put that down as a change of diet? I think that yes, because I was training I had elements of that training prior to the diet change. Yep. As soon as we changed the diet, even just adding in the egg protein. I remember that, that actually, yeah. That was the start of it. And yep. I remember the first couple of times that I would have egg at dinner time. So after my training in the evening, mm. I'd have egg and my recovery was better. Yeah, well, straight away. Straight away. How's that? Isn't that amazing? Like yeah. going, so, the, you know, obviously you've changed the, the source of protein and introduced meat and, of, and that would have been, a, I guess, an, an ethical decision that was quite difficult to make at the time. Yes. But the source and the quality of the protein compared to what you were having, which <laughs> broccoli and, and lots of protein powder. Powder. Yeah. Have, have you had a, a, a whey-based protein powder yet since you've been on meat? Yes, I've started recently. Yeah. How, how did you find that? No dramas? No dramas. Wow. Isn't that amazing? No dramas whatsoever. That's, that's incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, okay. So compare, let's, let's do an overall here. Compare the meat-based diet Tracy mm -hmm. to the vegan Tracy in terms of all aspects of lifestyle not just weight training like give us totally a bit totally different person yeah. totally different person so with with changing my diet obviously that's affected all the different aspects of my life so mm. in terms of my my strength my my energy I'm able to do a lot more in terms of mindset I can actually put my mind to something in terms of say a, a lifting goal and know that that can eventuate. Yep. Not like beforehand where I think, well, it's going to be impossible possible for me to actually get there eventually. Yeah, right. Um, totally, totally different person. So more confidence too more because confidence you, you're well. starting to achieve these things, yeah? Yes. Yeah, wow. How good is that? Even just walking into the gym and training by myself, Yeah. I know I can lift whatever I'm going to lift. It's not like I feel as if people are going to look at me and think, oh, shame, you know, she's going to need help doing this. Or, yeah, yeah. Or she looks out of place. So you had those fears previously. Yes. Yeah, wow. I, I know I can I can, I can can lift heavy. Mm. I think I can lift heavier than, than most <laughs> than most maybe boys in some of the gyms. Well, you know what? You probably do. I've seen what you can lift now, and it's pretty impressive considering where you, you started exactly. from as we've, as we've elaborated. Yes. Um, wow, okay. That's unreal. That's, that's so cool. So... Based on obviously what you've experienced, um, you know, had you not had the the blood tests and, and identified that you were deficient in those areas, would you still have potentially looked at eating meat, or was that the sliding door moment that you had to have to transition to this? I think this that was tracing? the moment. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, I couldn't carry on the way I was carrying on. Mm. Uh, in terms of all the different supplements I was taking, I couldn't possibly take anything more. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to eat more protein powder if I tried. Wow. And to, realistically, to get all your protein from a synthetic source is really not where I should have been. No. Well, Especially well, with what I was putting my body through with the training and... You know, in hindsight, I look at it and I think, okay, I should have known a bit better, but mm. because I was so strong on how I felt ethically, yep. I put that aside. But then when it started affecting my health the way it was, you only get one body. Yeah, true. And, you know, the doctor looked at me and he's like, well, that's just awful. Mm. And and ferritin's actually the um, the protein. So the yeah. ferritin's the protein that, that um, carries the iron. Yep. So to not have that is... When when I started looking into it, you it could you could land up having heart problems as well from it, yeah, and wow. it really can be pretty serious. Yeah, right. And some people they thrive on a vegan diet. Some yeah, people yeah. they their bodies function well. Absolutely, they, it's all very individualized, that's isn't right. it? Yeah. And for me, it just wasn't something. Yep. That um was meant to be. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like there's there's plenty of successful um you know and obviously you're a bikini competitor. So there's, there's plenty of successful competitors in, in all divisions of bodybuilding and, and fitness modeling that are vegan based yes. and have great success. Fantastic. Um, but it's so good to know that you've identified those concerns that you had and, and got someone to look at them so that you could fix them because the person we see today is so different to the one that, totally. that first walked into my home gym. Like yeah. it's just, it's chalk and cheese. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I think we've covered everything, Trace. That was unreal. So, I guess, and you've got. Do you have any? Because obviously, you you are eating meat now. Yes. So, and obviously, the reasons were, um, you know, based around your own sort of beliefs and, and ethics. Do you have any days where you sort of question it? I just, I'm, I'm more curious than anything else. Yeah, some days I do. I still have a problem going and actually buying meat. Yeah. Right. Um, some days my mom is very good. She'll actually go and, and buy for me. <laughs> I, I just I just find it very difficult to sometimes not have that connection between it's an animal and it and it's yeah you're gonna eat it yep. But um, I, I'm I'm getting better. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm getting a lot better. But I guess the overriding um, process of knowing this is for your health yes sort of dictates how you make those decisions. That's yeah. right. Cool. Okay. Would you ever go back? Do you reckon now? I don't think so. Yeah. I, um, I think if if it's taken me this long to realise that all these side effects that I've obviously had for a long time, I don't know how long it's going to take for me to reverse back to optimum sort mm. of health. Yeah. I don't think I would risk it again. Yeah, okay. I still go for some of the vegetarian options. If we go out somewhere, I, I love my veggies. I yep. love my fruit. Absolutely. But I make sure that it is balanced. So yeah. I, I will have some sort of animal protein with it as well. Wow. Okay. Cool. Cool. Each their own. Fantastic. So as I said at the top, you know, we're not we're not here to discredit veganism by any means. Um, this is purely your experience, and, and I found it incredibly fascinating. Obviously, you were my first vegan client that I, that I got to work with, and, and in particular prep, um, and then the transition, because I don't, actually, I don't know of any other vegans that I know of that have actually um, gone from the vegan no. diet to a, an omnivore or carnivore diet. I don't know. Anything. Yeah, so it's it's quite unique. So I was I was really interested to have a chat to you about it. So I thank think, you. I think there may be a few people hearing that they do do it. But mm. 
you get really ostracized, especially in the social media sort of yes. line. If, you, if you're a vegetarian or a vegan and mm. you decide to eat meat, you will... Um, you'll be under a lot of scrutiny. So it's not something that I've actually advertised. It's not something I've put on my social media yeah. or anything like that okay. because I know some people can be very judgy. Yes, yes. Well, I appreciate you openly talking about it. Um, I think it, it, it obviously came to the forefront a lot more when the Game Changers doco came out um, last year. And yes. I was fortunate enough to, to sit on a panel in India and discuss it at length with some other people within the industry. And it, it made a lot... Unfortunately, you know, it sort of um, it, it, it influenced a lot of people's decisions about what is right and wrong in regards to Dodon. Did you ever watch it? Did you end up watching it? I started watching it and it just it, it just it, irritated me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. no, I didn't. And then I listened to your interview on the panel. Oh yeah. You were in ICN in um, India. Yeah. But um, no, I didn't finish watching it. it. it unfortunately, because I, I must have I must have had I reckon half a dozen people, clients in particular, come to me after it was released and said, "I've seen this documentary. I'm wondering if I should change my diet." You know. Yeah. So based on the 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 information displayed in that doco, they're willing to completely uproot and change their lifestyle, um, which, you know, as you know, you should do your research and, right. you know, get professional medical advice and all that sort of stuff first. But anyway, that's another discussion for another day. Um, all right. Well, um, so you're currently in prep. So let's yes. briefly talk about that. So you're now, what are we at? Eight and a half weeks? That's right. Out, give or take. How is this prep going compared to the previous one that you've done as a vegan? So much better. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because, I mean, you, you mentioned how tired you were, how sore you were, um, how lacking in strength you were. Yeah. And that was when you were just on a standard diet. We weren't even reducing your calories. Right. So now, obviously, your calories are a lot lower, but you're still performing quite well, yeah? Yeah. My strength, um, well, we trained yesterday and my yep. strength... It's, it's dropped, obviously, a little bit with the amount of calories that we've dropped over the last maybe eight or so weeks. Yep. But my strength is still there. My energy's there. Uh, recovery yeah. is still good. Cool. Um, I can walk each day. <laughs> That's always a plus. I can lift my arms and, <laughs> and wash my hair, which is always a good thing. Yeah. Uh, but you get out of bed, no problem. No And problem. it uh, sleeps good, all those sleeps sorts of good. things. So. And mindset is, yeah. is, is a big thing, and, and that's, that's fantastic. Cool. Fantastic. Oh, well, so if anyone wants to follow your journey, what's your Instagram handle? Because I never get it right. <laughs> uh, sweat and sparkles. So sweat underscore yeah. and underscore sparkles. Okay. Yes. Tracy is very, very much a sparkly pink sort of girl. So That's I me. can understand why that handle has been created. Um, but thank you very much, Tracy. Appreciate you talking openly and honestly. Because it's, 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 as I mentioned at the top, it's very much a on-trend subject um, at the moment, um, and people, you know, think that it might be superior to uh, a meat-based diet or anything like that. Look, in, in in all fairness, you know, if you are thinking about making a radical change to your diet, get medical advice. Always, uh, just professional advice. Make sure that you um, cross all the boxes in terms of what you can and can't do in accordance with your own body, because everyone is different. Um, but I'll ask you, Tracy. Final question, as I ask every guest that comes on the podcast. Who would you invite to dinner? Dead or alive, um, someone that motivates you, male, female, inspires you, go for it. Who and why? All right. I thought about this. I'm pleased I didn't send the invitations out because I changed my mind a few times. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if it was a female, it would definitely be 
definitely be Lauren Simpson. Ah, cool. And interesting yep. enough, I saw one of her posts that came up, I think, this morning mm. showing her transition from her being very much a cardio bunny to yep. where she is today and yep. all the changes and everything that she's I did see that, actually, that picture, yeah. And I looked at it and I thought, wow, yeah. she has come a long way mm. and she is, she is somebody to aspire to. She knows what she's talking about. Yep. And, um, you know, she, she walks a walk and she talks a talk. 100%. Yeah, cool. Any mums? It's a male, Walt Disney, but it'd have to bring Mickey Mouse with. Oh, good answer. I like that. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Okay, cool. Have to bring Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, fantastic. All right, thank you again, Tracy. Really thank appreciate you. your time. Um, so if everyone has enjoyed this podcast, please uh, screenshot it. Tag myself, uh, by all means tag Tracy. You'll have to go back 30 seconds and reference her Instagram handle or Sweat say it again. Sparkles. Sweat and Sparkles. because I will never remember it. I do have it, but I won't remember it. Um, and as always, as I say to every client, every single day, have a great day.